This is episode number 10 of the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs. Giddy app. This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level while you're at the right spot? Finding solution to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? We are back to the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast. So I'm kind of stoked, kind of excited because your boy was recently interviewed on CBN. Um, in case you don't know, like God really changed my life when he had me do a tithing experiment. I was broke, jobless, hopeless, didn't know what to do. And I reached out to God. And, you know, I expected God to tell me, God to tell me to go to some place or ask somebody for some money or, or whatnot or show me which job to get. But what God actually showed me was in Malachi chapter three, he said, I want you to start tithing. So my logical loser mind at that point was like, no, I'm not tithing. I'm not giving money away. What are you nuts? You know, I need money in order to survive. When I'm surviving, then I can maybe giving away money. In fact, when I'm thriving, then I can start giving away money. And, you know, the truth of the story, truth of the matter is, you know, I waited for a couple of months. I finally did it. And long story short, God was faithful to his word and, and you know, you know, went to a six figure income and believe in God for even greater things. And and I'm just saying this to you that. You know, at the end of the day, if God tells you to do something, do it. And if he's telling you to do something, obviously it is for your own good. So CBN actually ran an interview with me at my church and it was pretty cool. Honestly, it's pretty cool. First time really on TV and, you know, I really tell anybody about it. But, you know, it's a good thing. So uh, when you get a chance, check that out. If you're interested, let me know and I'll be happy to send that to you. But on another note, wanted to get back into talking about these Christian entrepreneurs and how successful they are. And yesterday we talked about the power of gratitude. And the fact is, it doesn't matter who you are or where you are or what you don't have. The greatest thing that you can do for yourself right now is to thank God for what you don't have. So for instance, you could say, I am so happy and grateful that my business earns $10,000 a month. I am so happy and grateful to you, God, that I'm out of debt. I am so happy and grateful that my marriage is restored. Whatever it is, the best thing you can possibly do, and I'm like shaking the phone for, for conviction. The best thing you can possibly do right now is to thank God for what he is going to do, for what is not yet manifested And keep in mind, manifest simply means to show you what is already there. And the thing about God is that he's already done what you're asking him to do. You just have to be faithful to thank him in the meantime. That being said, 
who want to get back to Christian entrepreneurs. Um, one of the things about Christian entrepreneurs, especially we're talking about, you know, them and, and being millionaires and billionaires is the successful ones are driven. They have talent. They are gifted. But the truth is everyone for something is driven. Everyone has talent. Everyone has giftings. But what really, really separates Christian entrepreneurs from everybody else is their ability to persist and follow through on God ideas. The strengths of Christian entrepreneurs, millionaires and billionaires, is their ability to hear from God. The Bible says in Isaiah 1 verse 19, if you will only let me help you, if you will only obey, then I will make you rich. But understand, it's not just the hearing, it's the persisting in spite of contradictory circumstances to the word that God gives. Because what's funny is, what's funny is when someone gets a word from God, e immediately the enemy comes to steal that word. And what truly separates these Christian millionaires from the rest is their ability to persist in spite of contradictory circumstances. A couple of examples. So Tyler Perry had a dream of a great play and had to endure rejection, disappointment, and homelessness. And he just kept pushing, pushing, pushing to the point that now he is a media mogul and has his own empire. Bishop T.D. Jakes had a worldwide ministry and had to endure poverty and being completely anonymous. And, and if you don't know who Bishop Jakes is, turn on your TV. Folaronsho Alakija endured adversity to get an oil block. An oil block is a place, obviously, where they look for oil. And once she struck oil in that oil block, she endured the unthinkable. Her government took a 50% stake. Now, mind you, they didn't put any money into this deal. They didn't even think that she was going to get any oil or make any money. She put all the money. She put all the resources. She put all the time. She found the partners. And then when they found out that she had success with the oil block, all of a sudden now they decided to come in. And so she could have left it alone, like what most other companies did when they were under that government. But no, she decided to fight back legally. And for 12 years, she fought the government in court. She endured sleepless nights, up and down battles, and even friends who said that she was being greedy and she should just be happy with her 10% stake. And at the end of those 12 years, she won. And she won big and she won a couple million dollars a year in earnings. Strive Masiwa is a Zimbabwe billionaire. And he was looking for an opportunity to create wireless telephones in his country of Zimbabwe. And he had to fight a corrupt government for five years to start this company. And he endured five years of legal battles, decreased business, and even abject poverty. It was to the point that his wife said that they did not have enough money to... They did not even have the ability to give visitors tea and in spite of it they kept going george foreman at the age of 38 set out to be a heavyweight champion and for seven 
years went on an impossible task and he finally became heavyweight champion of the world and the oldest man to do it. And mind you, he started that because he needed the money to build a community center for the kids in his in his community. And unfortunately, he ran out of money and he was broke and he went after an impossible dream. So what I'm saying to you, my friend, is that you are going to have to learn when God gives you an idea, a vision, a strategy to persist (laughs) when all the impossibilities come against you to make that a reality because they're going to come. And you shall reap in due season if you faint not. So I'm going to talk to you later. Have a blessed one. Take care.